This office manager on day two of our training, she came up to me and said, first thing in the morning, I just want you to know that I went home and told my husband that I knew I wasn't crazy. I knew there had to be a better way to present treatment and actually get paid fairly for it. Tears in her eyes. She goes, not just with PPO-insured plans, but also with our fee-for-service patients, too. And we begin our podcast right there. Computers are live. Mixer is up. Levels are good. Equalizer is good. Ready channels one and two. Mic is live in three, two, one. Roll it. Welcome, listeners, to the My Practice, My Business podcast, where we teach dentists and their teams how to reclaim forgotten profitability in dentistry with our clinical business of dentistry training. And now, the host of our show, the clinical director at My Practice, My Business, Dr. Rob Thorup. Last week, we had another fantastic office come through our office manager and team training. It's always fun for Tracy and I to watch as dental team members enter our training facility here at My Practice, My Business. And they have that uncertainty on their faces because they have no idea what they are going to experience. Oh, sure. They know they, they, they're going to learn about something, about being paid more fairly for their hard work. But then the training begins and they are blown away in the first 30 minutes. This office manager, she had explained to me how many times she would get shut down and shot down with, with trying to implement similar ideas she had learned with offering choice and charging for it. She understood the fact that dental practices are working harder, yet their profitability uh, is, is stagnant. She has been in the dental industry for years and has watched dentists cram their schedules, believing, like so many, that tighter scheduling was the road to financial success. And as we all know, nothing could be further from the truth. At the end of the day, on day one, Tracy and I watched this office manager tear up with gratitude in her heart for the things that we were teaching. It's not every day we see that kind of emotion and dedication exemplified towards the doctors that, that team members work for. At the end of the day, we could see in her eyes and the rest of this team that they understood the business topics they were being taught by us. It hit them like a ton of bricks how the way they have been practicing dentistry all these years was not only lacking in profitability with their PPO patients, but also with their fee-for-service patients, with many of their everyday procedures. We taught them that as we taught them about direct operating costs per hour. What an eye-opener that was for them. This team is going to do very well with their newfound clinical business of dentistry knowledge, and I'm excited for them to get started this week. Now then, let's contrast, let's contrast that Newly, that newly trained office manager with a status quoitis, Yanindi syndrome office manager from an office that one of our sales reps has been working with. In fact, or I should say trying to work with. In fact, let's contrast the office manager we started out with on this podcast with many of the office managers that we see in the dental office managers networking group. 
when front office dental team members, more specifically dental office managers, go through our week-long training, there is two words I have them memorize. These two words are so important. They sum up their ultimate responsibility to the docs they work for. Those two words are profits and profitability. Profit and profitability. It's that simple. There you go, my office manager friends. I just simplified your job for you. Turn on the Netflix on your desktops and pull out the treats from your little treat drawer on the side. Your entire job description just got defined by two words, and now you'll have all the time in the world to enjoy your job with, okay? (laughs) Oh, you guys are probably laughing at me. I know you are. Ready to strangle me. The office manager's primary task in a dental practice is simply profit and profitability. Oh, wait. That would be your primary goal. The strategies and tactics to obtain those two words that sum up a dental office manager's responsibility is what weighs down their hours of responsibility in a given day. But if you always keep your sight on the goal of profits and profitability and streamline your processes to accomplish that goal or those goals, the battle is won. Some days it isn't easy, right? But most days it can be. That's just what we teach at My Practice, My Business. Now then, if your primary goal as an office manager is profit and profitability, and shouldn't you be looking for ways to morally and ethically increase practice revenues through profitability of procedures that are completed each and every day in the dental practice? And Doc, your primary goal is to support, manage, and oversee the efforts of that office manager with the metrics of accomplishment and acquisition of of those goals that lead to profits and profitability. So, Doc, are you monitoring the office manager's abilities to accomplish their goals? That's the question. All of this leads up to our story of the status quo office manager, the self-appointed expert in the field of dentistry. If you are catching my intonation... I hope you are, as it is a major form of communication. My intonation. All communication is 30% verbal and 70% nonverbal. Mostly intonation. And Doc, if your office manager fits this person that I'm about to tell the story on, you definitely have a problem up front at the helm of your practice. And you need to consider how to solve your problem because it is is a problem. Many years ago, I gave our clinical business of dentistry introductory presentation in a certain part of our country. A doc and his office manager attended. I talked about my experience with upgrading better products and how dental insurance companies allowed us to do it. Needless to say, that office manager manager told her doctor that Everything I was teaching was illegal, immoral, unethical. It would just absolutely kill the practice. I didn't even know what I was talking about. Oh, my gosh. I hear it all the time. She was, she was the legal expert. She knew everything because she was also a consultant on the side. We knew many other consultants who would completely side with her and go against what I was teaching. That's why I nail consultants all the time. 
A few years passed, and as many of you know, I got sick and tired of these self-appointed experts who unknowingly, and knowingly in this case, damage our ability as dentists to make a living, to be profitable in what we do. We launched a private investigation. We, here at My Practice, My Business, tied in with a great private investigative firm that I'm part of, Panther Securities and Investigations, which we use for uh, investigating fraud and embezzlement in dental practices. We launched a private investigation with 28 dental insurance companies back from 2015 to 2016 and kept our investigations. We have kept our investigations ongoing today, even today in 2020, when it comes to offering choice, offering value-added services and charging the patient directly for them. Our investigation will continue to be ongoing as we continue to find truths and maintain those truths that we have found. And just in case something might change, we are on the cutting edge all the time, which our clients know and others. And what did we learn? We learned that it can be done, should be done, but you have to follow the protocols for upgrading as required by dental insurance providers. As required, where? In their own contracts, rules, and regulations. Oh, my gosh. Doctors were never supposed to pay, never supposed to pay for more expensive products and services that have been brought about with technology. Those costs are the patients. They own it, and theirs alone. Once more... It states it right in the very contracts we sign, right in the rules and regulations that are on the third-party websites. You know, you know those contracts that, that all of you read and study, especially the office managers who run your practice. They read them, they study them all the time, right? <laughs> of course, they don't read them. No one reads them. You have never read them, Doc, and that is the inherent problem. And when you read them, you do not look, as Mary from Blue Cross Blue Shield taught me many years ago, you don't look for business opportunity when you read them. And that is the problem. So this office manager extraordinaire has continually ripped on one of our representatives in that certain part of the country. In fact, she actually had the nerve to show her doc an email supposedly from Delta Dental proving her point that upgrading was not allowed and was illegal according to her. On a side note, her doc orders the most expensive crowns all the time for his patients, unlike many docs, and continues to work his guts out for his wage. Bless his heart, I mean that sincerely. He's probably going to die of a heart attack because of his hard work brought upon by his office manager, I'm just saying, okay? <laughs> Well, this doc actually showed our rep the email. Our rep forwarded it to us. And my dear office manager friends, please, oh, please, do not try to copy and paste information onto an email and make it look like it came from someone with an insurance company, especially to someone who happens to be a private investigator and has been for years. Tracy and I work closely with all the PPO-insured companies. Many of them know us by name here at My Practice, My Business. Do they know you by name? They know us by name. The Utah Insurance Commissioner, 
The Utah State Insurance Commission knows us by name, actually calls us from time to time asking our opinion on certain matters. So we actually contacted, as any good investigator would, we actually contacted the dental, re the dental rep from Delta Dental whose email we received that supposedly came from her to the office manager extraordinaire. Whoops. <laughs> That's a problem, isn't it? Okay. And uh, that wonderful Delta Dental rep never sent such an email according to her. That same rep and her boss have completely indicated to us and many of our clients that upgrading is absolutely allowed. It just has to be followed by the protocols that we teach here at MPMB. Can we say busted? Why in the world would an office manager attempt to do that? Unbelievable. Is that the kind of office manager you want working in your practice? Not only has she been shown facts, heard truth via recordings with dental insurance companies on how to increase the profits and profitability of her office, but she has willfully distorted the truth to make her false narrative look true. Yet there are many just like her in the field of dentistry, destroying the very practices they supposedly serve. Wow. I've said it. We're a company that you definitely don't want to try to pull the wool over on us, you, over our eyes. Don't even go there. Don't try to purport false narratives at us. Don't even do. I am so happy <laughs> that we opened up that investigation because every time we're challenged by somebody, we're going to get aggressive and we're going to find the truth. Isn't that interesting? Now, let's contrast this deceitful office manager with the one that I began the podcast with. Which one, Doc, do you want working for you? Which one has your best interests and those of your patients at heart? What about the rest of the team? Without profits and profitability, there are no corporate profits for raises. I really hammer that down. I want dental teams to understand that practices have carrying capacities. And if you, no pro, there's no profits for bonusing or anything. Only your wages, Doc, are there to have reduced. You have to reduce your wages so that you can increase the wages of the entitled workers in your office. And I say entitled. But yeah, there are definitely team members who deserve raises. And then we feel bad because we don't have the money to give them raises unless it comes out of our paycheck. And we all know that our salaries have been stagnant or decreased since 2004. Unless you have a team that is willing to take ownership of the practices, profits, and profitability, your wages stock will continue to augment theirs. It's that simple. It's basic business math 101. I would never, ever fly an aircraft without first reading and studying and partially memorizing what is known as the pilot operating handbook. Running a dental practice is very much like flying an airplane. Our dental operating handbook is the CDT codebook. 
and the contracts we take from third-party payers. Doc, office manager, hygienist, dental assistant. Have any of you read any of those contracts and the rules and regulations from cover to cover? That's what I thought. And that's why the problem continues to exist. And that's why we need to do something about it. Last week, we had an unbelievable phone call come from one of our uh, clients we trained uh, quite a while ago. And he and his office manager, who understands that her responsibility is profit and profitability, they made a phone call to the insurance company. They knew exactly the question that they needed to ask. And most important, they understood exactly the ground that they needed to hold with the insurance company. They were scared. They didn't know quite how this conversation would go. We coached them through it. We were on the phone with them. And they handled this phone call perfectly when it came to standing their ground for offering patient choice and being profitable on the more expensive profit, uh, more expensive products and procedures. I will never forget that phone call. Our good friend calls back and who's been through our training and he says, Oh baby, have I got the coolest news for you. And with it being recorded, he shared that recording with us and it was fantastic. And that's the kind of reports that we get back from the clients that we train all the time especially as they start uh, branching out and they start getting bold and they start understanding the rules and regulations and what they can hold on to when it comes to knowing those rules and regulations and being paid fairly for the services that they provide. That's the kind of training that we give. That's the kind of training we give here at My Practice, My Business, teaching the office managers that they do not have to be pushed over and that the doctors, you can be paid fairly for what you do. Thank you so much for tuning into the My Practice, My Business podcast. You can find additional podcasts you may have missed that will help you with your dental practice at Apple iTunes Podcasts. And remember to become a subscriber to our podcast. Many of you have asked how to help support the My Practice, My Business podcast. If you have enjoyed the program and information you received today, the best way to help is to leave us a five-star review. Thanks again for allowing us to be a part of your day.